Hi everyone, welcome back to Kindergarten Kept Simple. This is actually my first time recording in a few months. I took a bit of a break this summer, but I'm excited to be back on the mic today after a surprising amount of requests to get this podcast going again. And this will be my first time recording with the new name, Kindergarten Kept Simple. Switch it up from a playful podcast just to be a little bit more specific, help find some new people, and it just felt right to make that change. So, welcome back. I'm super excited for today's episode. It is a controversial one. Today we are talking about worksheets in kindergarten. And the thing about worksheets is they get a bad rap. Years ago, I'm talking when the kindergarten program in Ontario first rolled out the full day one, we were told worksheets are bad, we shouldn't be using them, they are outdated, they're not developmentally appropriate, it's play-based inquiry all day long. And this is what I aspired to do as a new teacher who believed so deeply in the program and who loved this whole philosophy. I was in it to win it with inquiry and trying my best to never use paper and all of that. And the thing is, I quickly realized this was really not realistic for me. So today I'm just going to come right out and say it, I use worksheets. My name is Mariah, I am a kindergarten specialist, and I use worksheets. I know, before you just skip this episode and turn it off, I think we should talk about it because when I posted about this on Instagram and when I shared about it to my email list, which you should definitely get on by the way, I send out super value-packed emails every Tuesday, lots of freebies, it's great. Anyways, when I sent it out, the response was overwhelming, and I realized that I am most definitely not alone in my worksheet usage, and that it's really just a practical teaching strategy that we can use on occasion in kindergarten. And the thing is, I would just never lie to you, and I would never want to waste your time by sharing information about teaching practices and strategies that work in these ideal classrooms when I know that you likely don't work in an ideal classroom. And the reality is that the kindergarten program, which I do still love and believe deeply in, was written based on a unicorn class. A class with an amazingly low ratio, naturally inquisitive students, an amazing teaching partner team that gets along really well, access to wonderful supplies, an inclusive admin, hands-on parents, really focused and just excited about learning, and students who come to school equipped and ready to handle a play-based inquiry program. And this would be amazing. I'm sure we would all love to teach in one of these classes. But this is not the reality that I have seen in my time in kindergarten, and it's not the reality that I bet you have seen in your time in kindergarten. Because truthfully, My classes have always been busy. My classes have always had daily evacuations. My classes have always had a minimum of 27 students. I have often cried on my way home from school and on my way to work just from feeling overwhelmed and feeling burnt out and not being sure how to meet people. I have spent way too much time in student of concern meetings and trying to figure out how to reach and help the littles in my class. And when we have all of this going on, We need something, we need an anchor to help us reach as many students as we can, but also to give us a pocket of peace within the day. And these worksheets help give me that pocket of peace because it is rare in kindergarten that there is going to be a time when everyone is seated and engaged in the same or similar activity and you can then pick up that activity and use it for your assessment. It happens maybe once or twice a day, and in my experience, it happens with a pen and a paper. And while I'm talking about worksheets today, I think it's important to start out by just saying, 
we're using these as a practical teaching tool within reason. We're not out here working on worksheets all day long, swapping one paper for a next, and you're spending your whole day walking around saying, write your name on the paper, write your name. No, I'm not saying you do that. I'm saying this is like a once a day, maybe twice a day, 10 minute block, where the expectation is our littles are going to sit down, finish their work, and then hand it in to you. And it's okay if this feels really uncomfortable for you, but I'm guessing if you're listening to this, it doesn't. But if you're needing a little bit of evidence or a little bit of kind of some fuel to explain to others why worksheets are okay, I'm gonna list out some of my favorite things. So a well-explained paper and pencil activity creates situations where our students can work completely independently. And this is huge in kindergarten. One of the main pillars is we're trying to create humans who are independent, who are capable, and who believe in themselves. And when it's a completely open-ended day, it can be hard for them to kind of have these quick wins and really feel like they're competent individual learners. But when they have a paper and pencil activity, they know exactly what to do. It's a very short, finite amount of time. They can complete this work independently, pass it in, and know that they did that all on their own. This is really powerful for them. It's also really easy to scaffold your paper activities to various levels, which helps you meet your students kind of wherever they're at. So for example, if you're doing a writing activity, some of them could be really scaffolded with traceable words. Others could have a word bank beside them. Others could be completely open-ended. But the reality is everyone is sitting down with some sort of paper in front of them, and they're able to work all at the same time independently on whatever activity you've presented to them. And this is gonna allow you to see where they're at, help them grow, figure out their next steps a lot more easily than when everything is a little bit more random and you're kind of assessing on the fly all day long. To be honest, worksheets are also just practical. We're, we're teaching them real life skills. We need to fill out forms. We need to complete assignments in older grades. And we're also helping them reinforce their motor skills. These are all valuable parts of learning that often get overlooked based on the kind of gasp shutter notion toward worksheets. So when we're talking about these quick wins, the real strategies that they're actually working on, the boosting of you know student confidence, these are just great tools that we can have within our repertoire, within our teaching practice to help create a really fulsome program. And worksheets are just a great tool for reinforcing vocabulary in general, especially when we're teaching in a second language. We want to be able to reinforce and check in and be reminding them of new words in as many different situations as we can. So using worksheets that they're tracing or that they're using as a word bank is just one of the ways that we can do this. But the real thing is that it's just rare that everyone is seated, right? Like in kindergarten, it is just so rare that we're all going to be out here working on the same thing all at the same time. And one thing I was really trying to reduce was this feeling of chicken with your head cut off, just running around all day long in every little direction, unsure of what to do. And when everyone is engaged in one activity, you yourself have a second to breathe. You get to move around and work one-on-one -on -one with students, which is really a rare opportunity in kindergarten. I love doing small groups during outdoor learning and during play, but sometimes those times are really busy with behavior or with prep or with co-creating. But when everyone is seated working on a worksheet, it's really easy to pop into different tables, check in with everyone and see how they're doing, help them through their letter practice, help them identify sounds, figure out what they're thinking and how to help them progress as a writer, as a learner, and just in general. And the other thing I just wanna mention is that some students love worksheets and that's okay. 
we're always trying to reach all different kinds of learners in our class, right? And that the inquiry lens definitely helps a very specific type of learner. But other types of learners like to move and they like to, you know, do things kinesthetically. Other types really like to listen and that's how they're going to absorb the most material. And then we have our littles that love a worksheet. And I was one of these kids growing up that loved a worksheet. I loved to play school with my dolls and my friends. And when I was playing school, I would be giving them worksheets. So when I actually got to school, I liked to do that because I felt like I was, you know, living out this dream that I'd been playing for so long. This is also the kind of like traditional school that they will see on TV or that they'll, you know, know from their older siblings. So it, it kind of makes them feel like they are truly at school. And I think that when we're just doing this for five or 10 minutes a day, it's okay to lean into that kind of more traditional moment for them and give every single learner a chance in our class to shine. Logistically, I like to do worksheets right before play in the morning. So traditionally, basically every single year I've ever taught kinder, we like to start a day outside. I could do a whole episode on why starting the day outside is really powerful and maybe I will, but for the sake of this episode, we'll just say we start our day outside. That's where we meet all the kids. We're there for at least half an hour, usually up to an hour. Then we come inside, transition to the carpet, and have a very quick morning meeting. I'm talking like a good morning song, a check-in, and then we launch into our daily workshop. And using workshops is something that I'm really passionate about. It was one of the main things I would say that truly decreased my burnout and really made managing the load of planning in kindergarten truly manageable. So basically I focus on one type of whole group instruction per day. Usually I go Monday writing, Tuesday math, Wednesday is STEM, Thursday we'll do either fine or gross motor, and Friday we do art because I love to end on an art note. <laughs> and let's take writing for example. We're outside, we transition in, we do our quick morning meeting, and then we'll do our intro to our writing workshop. And it's here that I am directly modeling exactly what we're gonna be doing that day. So what this looks like in my class is I have a writer's workshop um, kind of template that I use and there's a different template for every single week of the year. It covers diverse celebrations and just helps me kind of stay on track with vocabulary. So I will project a large one out onto the projector and then explicitly model the expectations. We'll make it silly like what do we do first? Write our name, okay. We always start with a pencil, we use the illustrated word bank on the side and, you know, write down our word and then draw a picture. When we're done, we add colors. And I'll link a writing guide for you in the show notes that gives more details about this, but that's kind of the gist of it. We do an overall kind of circle reviewing the expectations. I'm modeling things, I'm going over the new vocabulary, and it's just a quick little review. The more we review things and go over expectations, the better in kindergarten, right? Then they will go to their table spot and they will work on their independent writing. So the way that I do this is in the morning before they even arrive, I have everyone's paper out on their table with their name tag and a little um, container of pencils and pencil crayons. Actually, usually crayons because they don't break and don't need to be sharpened in the middle of the table. So then I'll dismiss them to their spots either by name or by table or by color of shirt, whatever. They go and find their name, which is a great way to practice name identification, by the way. They sit down and they get started on their work. They know exactly what to do because we just went over the expectations and I will put a timer up. At the beginning of the year, we work for like five minutes. By the end of the year, we're aiming for 10, maybe 15, depending on the activity. And they know when they're done their work, they can, if they're done early, flip it over and draw on the back. 
And we do this every day. And it's a nice way to start into the morning. Everyone is engaged, everyone's seated, and I have evidence week after week demonstrating their growth. And I don't keep all these papers. I used to. I used to have a filing system or duotangs, and it was just so cumbersome and so much work. What I started to do was just take a picture if they felt it was their best work or if I noticed growth. Realistically, I didn't need a writing sample every single week for my reports. I just needed a couple that would demonstrate their growth. They would take them home then every single day, which was great because their parents got to have a look into our classroom, they got to see what we were doing, and they got to kind of keep tabs on what their kids were learning about, give them a little conversation piece, things like that. So we did this every day, and then when they were done, and after I had taken a picture if I wanted to, they would just do play, they would move into play. And some kids would spend a little bit longer working on their writing, that was totally fine. Others would move into play. And because we were still working at the tables, they would start in the kind of peripheral centers, the dramatic play, writing, blocks, sensory, the things that are on the outside of the room. And as tables cleared, I would then put our tabletop activities out. And sometimes if we had friends that were working for a long time, we'd kind of move them over to one table so we could have more stuff out. But generally, yeah, that's what we would do. And it always worked so well. And every day we would just have a whole group learning, 10 minutes of independent work, and then off they went into play. And for me, it gave me so much security and balance and I knew exactly what to expect each morning. And it was so calm to go into the morning that I no longer dreaded going to work. And this is what I want for you too. Basically my goal in life is to make it so that we don't wanna go on stress leave anymore and that we feel like kindergarten is somewhere that we want to be and it's a sustainable part of our career. And if worksheets is 10 minutes of your day that's going to create that much peace and sanity, why not? Ignore the haters, ignore the worksheet, you know, people who say do them all day long, we don't want that either. Give yourself that five, 10 minutes once a day, maybe twice a day, and just know that there's so much value in what you're doing and it's just one small part of your entire program. We'll end it here today with this short but sweet episode. If you want to learn about more about my workshop style teaching, I am inviting you to join my new program, which is opening on October 15th, if you're listening before that, October 15th, 2022. And it's called Kinder Planned. And basically, I have workshops planned for you for every day of the year. The same format I talked about earlier on, Monday writing, Tuesday math, Wednesday STEM, Thursday fine gross motor, and Friday art. And on top of those lesson plans I'm giving you and printables for every single whole group instruction for the month, there's also extra learning ideas and extra tabletops in there too. So really, I'm trying to take all of the stress out of planning for you. And I'm really excited about this program. It's my brand new flagship program. I can't wait to open it. I've been sending out October plans as a sampler and they've just been so well received and I'm just extremely proud of this program. It's taken me months to prepare these plans for you and I know they're going to be such a time and stress saver and I can't wait for you to get your hands on them. So check out the link for those in the show notes as well and I can't wait to hear your feedback on worksheets and on kinder plans. So definitely get in touch with me on Instagram at A Playful Purpose. I'll talk to you next time and until then, sparkle and shine.